Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. Today, we're about to go off on minute 26, which begins with Joyce Cooper clarifying that the autograph is for Nicholas's bill and ends with Danny and Angel chasing after a swan. Mm-hmm. Very big minute. Yeah. Yeah. Very memorable minute. There's uh there's quite a few Today. quite a few uh quite a few good things in here. Um first of all We get a bit of Billy Whitelaw. We do get a little bit of Billy Whitelaw. She does uh she does change this on a dime. She's like kind of like laughing and like, oh, can I have your autograph? It's for the bill. Like just <laughs> just completely shifts. Um yeah. it's, it's really uh uh it's an interesting uh, uh choice. For the performance, because I don't, I can't tell if she's fucking with him, or right, like, uh, yeah, like it was, was it was she, was uh, was she taking the piss, or or is she offended at something about Nicholas's reaction? It's interesting. You you never know. You never know with her. You never quite know like where she's coming from. Kind of similar to Frank Butterman. Yeah, it's true. Where he just has kind of this like he doesn't care if like you know they don't care if if they're communicating well, right. This is also uh, the minute where we get the the morning angle. Yes, um, yeah, which is uh, kind of a weird thing to turn into a, a bullying tactic. Yeah, like because yeah, when when Nicholas opens the door the, to the, the, to his locker, it's just like different copies of the the, the copy error are taped to his door and circled in red. Yeah, and pointed at angle angle <clears throat> angle, and it just seems like. With cop crossed out, and they wrote cock, top cock <laughs> angle. Yeah, yeah. like uh, it's it's the 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 joshing that they do on Nicholas in this is so benign and weird that mm-hmm. you, I don't think to me as an audience member it never registers as like mean or annoying. Mm-hmm. Like the way it does in like you know other buddy cop movies, you're like, oh, I hate those two snobby guys that are always messing things up for the the, the protagonist. With this, it's like they just wrote angle on his locker a lot, <laughs> right? Uh, and then we get the the in canon appearance of a line that has delighted me to know, and uh, that that weren't me. That weren't me. And that weren't me. And it delivered earnestly and quiet, not as hilarious. Because when the way you read it in that deleted scene, he just seemed like such like a <laughs> like a caught schoolboy. Yeah, that weren't me. Yeah. But it's, but it's funny that it, it did make it did end up in the movie. It did end up in the movie, and it's funny because the second one isn't in the script. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I almost wonder if uh, that is like a almost like a like a reuse or something where where like he he maybe he was like that that bit of him leaning over at him and saying that weren't me was actually from the apples falling. Oh, that's fun. 
Because yeah. that, because that weren't that particular, that weren't me is not in the script after this moment. Interesting happens. Yeah, so they just like use the footage somewhere else. Yeah, because yeah, you know I what? If that's what happened. Because the way that Danny delivers it at that moment, it kind of becomes a quiet moment. You know, <laughs> instead of a caught schoolboy, it's a schoolboy comforting his classmate. Right. Like, hey, like I know we're becoming new friends, and I just want you to know, like I was, I played no part in that. Right. Just want you to know that weren't me. That weren't me. <laughs> Sounds like something that Ron would say to Harry. Yeah. Like if they if like Harry got bullied instead of revered at first. Yeah. He got it really early, didn't he? The, yeah. The adoration. It's true. It's true. Um. So then we have the whole station uh, saying morning angle. Yeah. Which to me is, I mean, but you know, I guess it depends on the person. But yeah, it kind of seems like more Josh and sure like harassing well it depends on who says it that's true everyone has their own kind of yeah internal because i definitely think the the andes are the ones who fuck off are 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 like you know putting putting shit in his locker mm-hmm. and are the, him a cock yeah are the ones that are really mean about yeah. it doris is, is of doris course, like is like flirting, flirting. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah, she just crushes every minute yeah it's she, true yeah uh there's uh there's a couple of extra ones in the script um this shot was apparently longer and started with nicholas passing the desk sergeant who said morning angle first okay uh bill bailey bill bailey and then at the end of the walk he actually uh passes uh walker and he says he says Moreno. <laughs> <laughs> And Angel says, I presume you just called me Angle? And he goes, er. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But yeah, yeah, I guess you cut that. Yeah, sure. Probably didn't quite work as well sure, as they like wanted the, it to. Like the rhythm. Right. Um, of him like sitting right back down to his to his desk. Right. And I, I like him sort of like looking around, trying to see who's making this crank call. And he, do- he doesn't see anyone on the phone. Um, he's, you know, his first suspect is like, yeah, someone in the station. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's, uh, uh, I love the setup of him saying, uh, there's a swan on the loose, uh, where from the, from the castle. (laughs) And then what's, what's your name? Uh, uh, Peter, Peter Ian or Staker, Peter Ian Staker. Uh, it was just like, it's a really nice sort of like build up to, oh, okay. This is somebody trying to have a laugh this is a real problem yeah this but now no 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 actually i always i don't know like watching it this time it almost on his part it seems like such a convoluted crank call yeah like peter ian staker Uh uh-huh like piss taker like that seems like i don't know like it's like who would go through that much that's like the riddler that's like an edward (laughs) enigma crank call which is perfect for nicholas angel yeah no yeah like even his crank that would be great if he had like a youth that was like the Hannibal Lecter of crank calls. Like oh, man. was always getting Nicholas to waste like five seconds of time. Somebody write that down for the sequel. Yeah. Or the animated series. Or the animated series. Slowly. Uh, yeah. And then we get Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Uh, who uh, we all know and, uh, uh, you know, are, are familiar with his work, hopefully, to some degree, whether mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know. Uh, what did, where did he come from prior to The Office? So it's interesting. So he started out as a, uh, uh, as a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the way a lot of people do is kind of start and stop. Where he was like, okay, maybe not so much. And then he got a job in uh, XM Radio over in London where mm. he met Ricky Gervais. And uh, the two started a personal friendship and professional uh, relationship that spawned The Office. And from there, he was off to the races with extras, uh, his own work, uh, Hello Ladies, 
Right. Uh, the Tooth Fairy. Was he in the office? I can't remember. I'm 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 actually not. My accuracy rating on the UK office is not as high as the US office. Mm. I'm a patriot, mm-hmm. so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he like shows up in one episode as yeah. like a guy from sales. You know I've I mean? seen it all, but I don't. I don't remember. And I think probably at the time. I wouldn't have known right, who Stephen Merchant him. was at the time. So. My 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 personal attachment to Stephen Merchant uh, is work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it primarily comes from his uh, his work on the Ricky Gervais podcast and the Ricky Gervais show. Oh, that was kind of where I first his voice, you know, developed. Like, oh, I really like this guy. This guy's really funny. I'm not sure what I know him from. Primarily, um, Portal Two. Oh yeah, probably that's probably accurate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I am excited about his movie this year, Fighting With Your Family. Starring Hot Fuzz alum Nick Frost. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, I am, I am, I'm very much looking forward to that. I And I don't know anything about wrestling, and I don't really care about wrestling. But that movie, I was like, okay, I'm like mildly amused by this trailer. Like, this is weird. Why is this happening? And then at the end of the trailer, it's like written and directed by Steven Merchant. I was like, that's why. Right. There it is. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> hopefully, you know, it has kind of like an Eddie the Eagle vibe, where it just seems like something you would watch, like comfort food or something, like on a rainy day. I don't know. Uh, also, not that familiar with wrestling, but yeah, it's always good to see Nick Frost. He looks like he's still in his uh, in his Tomb Raider costume. It does, yeah. Like he just—that's what that dude did. Uh, oh, and always kind of an interesting—I don't know. Whenever, whenever we get to Stephen Merchant's character in this movie, the the townsperson—I don't think he's ever. Oh well, but Peter Ian Staker. Uh, I don't know. He—he—he's always of interest to me because he never comes back. Mm-hmm. He is not murdered. He is that not. We know of. <gasps> I just realized what. In this in this universe, is he the human statue? Is that why he never we never see oh him again? Oh my god! Yeah, no, that he's this is he's suspect number one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just thinking because like he he's not in the final shootout. Yeah, he he's just one of the only loose threads in the movie mm-hmm. where like every single character comes back or yeah. is actually a person or an right. adversary. This dude just kind of wanders off. Right, and that's super suspicious now that you pointed out. Yeah, maybe he's the living statue. Yeah. P- uh, Peter Ian Staker is the human is the is the living statues uh, 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 mild mannered reporter. I like I like that it has three names because that kind of sounds like John Wayne Gacy. Uh-huh. Um, Peter. Peter Ian Staker. Yeah, that's our theory. We're gonna yeah, th- th- that's my that's mm-hmm. like Mike and Hall's Zodiac theory. And I feel like someone's going to point out that it's not the same actor playing both roles, but it's like, well, yeah, but well, yeah. Do you see Batman Mask of the Phantasm? <laughs> Phantasm has a different voice. It's true. Um, it's magic and moves. So now we're uh, we're going after this swan. Sure, and uh, it looks like man, it looks kind of uh, wild. There's that shot of it mm-hmm. like just beginning to charge at the boys, and he he's got some ruffled feathers. Yeah, he's a country swan. It's a nice looking swan, honestly. Um, it is uh, it is a, a mean looking one. I mean, swans and and geese are kind of known for being uh, weirdly uh, uh, yeah, that weirdly aggressive. Yeah, swans and geese. You know, it, it's like you 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 tell yourself from a distance, like I wouldn't be scared of those things, but when they're like charging at you, it's a little alarming. Yeah. Here, oh, for, I mean, they're big. You they're know, big. yeah, they're they're a lot bigger <clears throat> than you would think it was. Yeah. Here, look at that. Oh yeah, for sure. 
It's very big. Like, uh, I love Danny Swan call. Oh, it's great. It's always um, such a big laugh. Yeah. I I will sometimes find myself doing that if I have to like call for an animal mm-hmm. multiple times. Like it'll it'll eventually evolve into just the swan call. Mm-hmm. What's what's great is you can really see the thought he's putting into it before he does yeah. it. Yeah. Like he's really trying to catch the right capture the right sound. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty great, and it works because he comes after him. That's true. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, N- Nicholas says, "Like stop, you're scaring it." Yeah, and but it doesn't. And and this one is like, "Stop saying the language of my people." Yeah, <laughs> just, that's not your <laughs> word. <laughs> just attacks. I love it. It, it. Any any like fleeting seconds we get of these two guys working as a team is just so delightful. Mm-hmm. Because they, they do kind of become simpatico in those moments. Where mm-hmm. He's like, stop scaring it. Like, and this this early on too, when the when the when they're like going after the swan, and then the swan passes them, and they just sort of like bumble after it. They remind me of like a like a like you know the, like like a, like the Keystone Cops. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's sort of the most the, or Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny or uh, you know Laurel and Hardy. Right. You know, or it's like yeah, like for a second it looks like uh, Dick Frost has his little bat. Like swing, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the best thing is like as they walk up, he like pops open his nightstick and <laughs> and and Angel has to just be like, I, yeah, maybe let's not beat it to death. Let's like, not, no, we're not gonna. We don't need to beat it into submission. We just need to catch it. Nightstick, the swan man. Steve Merchant looks cozy. It looks like a dad on vacation, like on a on a Saturday. Honestly, it looks like he. It looks like the the actor who was supposed to play that part didn't show up, and he was just on set. And they're like, "You want to just do this?" There's like, yeah. "Well, I'm just wearing this." They're like, "That's yeah, fine." Yeah, <laughs> just wear what you're wearing. It's like a, a kind of well-to-do citizen. Yeah. So this isn't his swan. He just saw this swan. Well, it's the it's the castle swan. Oh, uh, okay. And I think he works at the castle. That would be. Oh, uh, so guess. he's at work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what a great job. Just walking around an old English castle waiting for Scooby-Doo to happen. Sure. Yeah. Oh, man, that nightstick thing is really funny. Yeah. It, it's it's easy to miss. Yeah, you just saw it. He's just like sneaking up on it. And <laughs> his first instinct <laughs> is just to like bean it. Here it comes. I'm going to show, I'm going to show uh, Sergeant Angel that I know what's up. <laughs> I'm a badass police officer. Oh, Danny killed another swan. <laughs> Oh, there it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I love I love this whole uh, swan scenario. Swan um, scenario. Swan scenario. Yeah. Um all right. Well, anything anything else? No, no. no? Have keep... you ever have you ever lost a pet? Love or lost animal? Oh, hell yeah. You've had to search Uh yeah, yeah. You know, like I've had I've had dogs that I had a dog that ran away in Seattle that didn't come back, and that was kind of like one of the, you know, like those first wounds as a kid. We mm-hmm. were like, whoa, wait, sometimes that bad stuff happens. Yeah. Um, and then I've had like, I, I lived out in the country in Texas for a while. And so I would have like, the cat would go missing mm. for like a whole day. Yeah. And, and and even two days. And we'd be like, oh my God. And then it would always, it's still alive to this as we record this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, you know, you, and then also living out in the country, I've also had like, oh, someone else's animal or no one's animal is in my yard. Mm. You know, there's yeah. a, there's a deer, there's a goat, there's a, oh, yeah. a weird a llama. Oh yeah, a llama. We had an alpaca farm, uh, not too far from my house. We still do. I think that would be the weirdest thing to like look in your backyard and there's just a alpaca. It's back not. There. It's it's definitely the least scary. Yeah, sure, but weird. Yeah, right? no, it, yeah, it is the weirdest and also the least scary. Where you're just like, 
Am I awake right yeah, now? Yeah, is this a dream? Because even, <laughs> even a dog is like a little scary because you're like, what if he's rabid? Or yeah. Whatever. But like a llama is like, what's going on? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, it's not, it's like the start of like a like a pilot. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I had a dog uh, once, a little terrier named uh, Lucky, who got away when we were living in Florida, and uh, I we all sort of assumed that the gators got him. But sure, remember we were all out looking for him, mm-hmm. uh, and then we ended up finding him at a pond, just covered head to toe in mud. And he had just been chasing geese around in the in the swan for like, oh, for like three days. That's great. So yeah. Successfully. I mean, he didn't die. No, he didn't die. He was just having the time of his life. That's great. You know, it's always like uh, you forget their animals. Yeah. You know, like they, they have like these kind of instincts. I don't know. I think it's good for kids too. Or anyone, I think, to be in contact with animals or mm-hmm. the natural world. I think, I think that as, you know, with today important just i don't know just be in contact with stuff that doesn't follow like a program or like a system mm. it's a little bit unpredictable or like oh, oh sure there's a llama in my yard <laughs> yeah i can't i can't delete this i can't delete <laughs> I this. Have to, like actually deal with this oh man yeah it's true um all right well uh guys uh make sure that you're going over to the cornetto minute listeners pub on facebook and joining the discussion there uh lots of really great posts uh, for Terrific post, all of our yeah. episodes, I mean, it's just been it's just been a an embarrassment of riches over there. So we appreciate everybody who uh, comments and uh, yeah. I bet we learn more from reading their posts than they do they do from listening to the show. Yeah, yeah. We got we have art. Yeah, we have we, we have, have art. we have art art artists are drawing stuff inspired by the podcast. It's just really really cool. So go uh, go check that out. That's the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, go check that out. Uh, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer Ed Foster, and we'll be back tomorrow with Minute Twenty Seven for the Greater Good. Greater good.